0: The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.
1: Ready to learn to be a mass marketing mastermind? Take some notes from the godfathers of mass distribution. You're about to get schooled on how to be inboxed. You've got, you've got, you've got, you've got mail. Our hosts will show you how to deliver on email marketing strategies without going postal. Ah! Welcome the hosts of Inboxed, the click father of email, Kevin DiVincenzi, and the original Fab Fondy, Fab Fondy J, John Fondy. And welcome to the Inbox Radio Show. This, of course, is the Big Babu, John
2: Fondi Broadcast. It's a pleasure to inside. Adam. This is our show of the New Year. We're going to say Happy New Year to each and every one. We've kind of got the holidays behind us. Now we're into 2010, getting used to that, writing now on checks and all kinds of different things. And, and uh, you know, when the New Year comes in, I find that we get really mixed emotions from everybody. We talked to you with those emotions being from, well, I'm so glad that the previous year is over, to, hey, I'm so glad the New Year has started, to things like, oh, great, the last year sucked, and this one is actually t- starting out the same way. So a lot of a lot of mixed emotions, and that's why um, we've entitled this the topic of the show, Don't Let the New Year Give You the Blues. And, of course, so it's kind of a blues-themed type of thing. Of course, uh, Chef Andrew Taylor is going to be with us, and, of course, he's talking about his uh, secret uh, recipe, the XY7.com. Jeff and, and, of course, we're uh, going to be talking with the Click Father today. The Click's going to talk about uh, upcoming Affiliate Summit in uh, Las Vegas and also some new super-secret things that will be going on here that we're kind of prepared for as well. And uh, I'm excited to have on the show uh, Mike Phillips. Now, the cool thing about Mike is um, he, he, has a, he has a website, soundcitizen.com, we're going to talk about music and uh, and, of course, it's great when we, uh, when we talk here about the blues and uh, that uh, we know that uh, Mike came from, uh, from New Orleans, so we'll get his perspective on it as well. And, of course, as we get going to talk to probably the happiest guy on the universe who doesn't have the blues. We're going to talk to Dennis Yu, and uh, he's the CEO of BlitzLocal.com, where we've got some interesting things to talk about and see how it all kind of plays out this year. But uh, I have to say here, uh, at of course, at the Inbox Radio Show uh, Compound, we're excited for the new year and we've got some great topics coming up as well if you just joined us for the first time i encourage you to um to go to Inbox Radio, that's inboxed com. We've got a chat room there. You can go ahead and jump in that chat room, and you can actually send us uh, messages. And we'll take those uh, questions, and we'll deliver those to the experts we have on today's show, and we'll answer those shows live on the air. Or you can go, of course, to our broadcast co- partner, and that's WebmasterRadio.fm. They have, a, they have a website as well, and they will be uh, also putting you into that chat room. And Brasco, who's uh, kind of twisting the dials for us, and Making all this happen, um, <clears throat> he will go ahead and funnel those questions to us through our super secret, super private back office instant messaging system that we have. We have uh, to cover our communications. And speaking about communications, I want to talk to uh, one of the best communicators I think in the industry. And that's my co-host, and of course, I'm talking with the original Click Father, uh, and of course, the author of Kevin's Corner. I'm talking about Kevin DiVincenzi. Happy New Year,
3: Kevin. Happy New Year, John. Uh, it's great to be back in the uh, in the swing of things. Excited about two thousand and ten for sure. Hey, well,
2: speaking about New Year's, uh, you know, there was some controversy about New Year's here in Las Vegas last year. They uh, all the fireworks uh, because of the terrorist threats and the fire at the Monte Carlo and stuff. They decided not to have them on the rooftops, and uh, it was a disaster. And uh, this year, I had a chance to watch some fireworks uh, uh, from, uh, from 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 town center, and uh, it was really a great show. What did you and your family do for New Year's?
3: Uh, we actually went out of town, but I did see. Uh, I did see somebody recorded the fireworks for me out of, uh, here, and it was uh, it was great. Uh, we went about 97 miles north up uh, to a, a little town called Lafa Nevada, just to get away from every everything and all the craziness of Vegas. Uh, you know, as you get a little bit older and uh, you have a family, it's it's not all about the, the partying every day.
2: Hey, absolutely true. And hey, interesting addition to uh to the fireworks display on the strip. Hey Kevin, they have got a, a giant hot air balloon that is now tethered uh, right across yeah, the Magdalene I've Bay. Seen, have you I've seen, seen that, that actually.
3: Yeah. We were, we were talking about that for the uh for the affiliate summit, uh doing a little party there. Uh it's really interesting what they do, John, is they um they they get a group of people and they do a little mixer and take you up in the balloon. Actually it's a uh, it's uh it's a cool little idea. The only thing that's very limited to the amount of people that you can get on there, I think it's uh, 40 people total.
2: Yeah, and it, uh, you know, the second thing that, they, that they're working on trying to get here is the world's largest Ferris wheel. So, they're, so people are really getting unique in some of the opportunities that they have. And, of course, uh, we, we thank Steve Wynn for really kind of changing the whole business model of Las Vegas.
3: You know, the funny thing is, if you look at the history of Vegas every few years, it morphs and changes into something else, <laughs> pretty much like the affiliate marketing business. Um, it was family-friendly for a while, Then it was, you know, what happens in Vegas. stays in Vegas, which has now been revived by R&R Partners recently, which um, uh, this year they revived that campaign. Um, you know, it goes back and forth to just uh, to try and figure out how they can get their tourists here, you know, it's, as numbers continue uh, to unfortunately uh, decline. Um, but it's uh, it's definitely always fun to be, you know, in, in the mix of it, that uh, have the advantage of uh, living here from that aspect. I mean, you know, I go to the strip when clients come to the town and go, wow, I live here. I mean, I'm sure we'll be doing that again, uh, you know, during the Affiliate Summit. I mean, I t- happen to be actually during the Affiliate Summit playing in a Million Dollar Blackjack tournament as well at the palms. So it'll be a uh, you know, typical Vegas weekend for us.
2: Yeah, that that is true. We'll talk more about the Affiliate Summit coming up here in just a little bit. And, of course, you mentioned our and our partners who came up with a slogan, that What Happened to Vegas Stays in Vegas, and, uh, and then they stopped using that slogan. And probably at the time, the Tiger Woods probably wished they would have really been using that slogan. Right, exactly. So, uh, exactly. But uh, you know, and I, I tell you, I, I think you know some people, as I said before, some people do have the blues. But there is one guy that definitely does not have the blues, and of course that is uh, our chef Andrew Taylor. And Chef Andrew Taylor here in our segment of What's Cooking has basically kind of cooked up a little bit of Southern uh, stir fry, if you will. And uh, and so let's uh, let's go now to uh, Chef Andrew Taylor in the uh, the palacious expansive commissary inside the XY7.com, or the executive chef of XY7, Andrew Taylor. Happy New Year to you, Andrew. Hey, hey Andrew. happy
4: New Year to all you guys. I'm, I'm glad to be back at it with the, uh, you know, whipping up some stuff here at the uh, world headquarters of XY7.com and taking care of some of the good folks. And as you mentioned, uh, we're featuring today. We're going down south a little bit, trying to kill off the blues and, and uh, made some jumping jambalaya and, uh, and red beans and rice for today.
3: So what was the
2: purpose for selecting uh, that cuisine for this show, Andrew?
4: Well, well, you know, there's as as we we try to uh, demonstrate a lot of different diversities uh, around here because there is uh, in in the marketing that you guys do. I mean, you have to be creative and get diverse in the things that you do. So, uh, you know, we thought we'd do something a little bit different, and we got to talking about the blues, and blues takes you directly to the capital blues, which is New Orleans, and. You know, once we talked about that, I have to tell you the the number one Cajun chef on the planet, in my opinion, is old Mister Emeril Lagasse, and uh, and I actually learned quite a few things from uh, his cooking styles. And we just thought it'd be fun to kick off the new year with uh, you know, with something completely different.
3: Well, yeah, awesome. I think everybody's uh, going uh, to get uh... to. I'm sorry, John. No, no, that, go ahead, Captain. Well, I was going to say, everybody's going to get to actually meet Andrew. He's going to be catering uh, in our hospitality suite all the days and also uh, our super secret event on Monday night. He'll be uh, doing the catering there as well. So we'll actually be able to, to taste uh, all your great stuff, Andrew. And I know you're going to be doing a sampling of a lot of uh, different things for those events. It'll be great.
4: Yeah, yes, we will be. And I'm really looking forward to it. You know, uh, guys, one of the things that we talked about when I first came in and started working with you guys is that, you know, when you feed someone, you kind of have a friend for life, you know, and the camaraderie and everything that occurs. You know, around different types of things, and allowing people to taste and sample things that they 've never tried before it 's the, the diversity of the things that we do around here is very important to us. Uh, let me give you a quick rundown of what we do in this jambalaya. you know that 's uh, we, we talk about Cajun food, and the Cajuns are actually the Acadians that came down from Canada a number of years ago. most of them didn 't have very much money, so they found ways to be very, very creative in the things they cooked so so basically, jambalaya's got chicken and shrimp, and we got some Andouille sausage in there, and a variety of spices. And we like to kick it up a couple of notches with uh, with some cayenne pepper. Did you guys enjoy it today?
0: Bam! Oh, nice!
1: <laughs> yeah, it was great. I'm doing, uh, after the radio
3: show, I'm on my way in to come grab me some. So I will let you I will let you know how much I enjoy it once I'm uh, I'm there. But I'm sure as always, it's going to be excellent.
5: What would- we have a resident
3: critic. all. We
2: have a resident. We have resident critic Ken Graham, and of course, Ken is like, "Hey, uh, let Mikey try it. he he likes everything." And so far, we've been bad about a thousand with Ken, and um, and so uh, we we value his opinion. And but one of the reasons we we have people say, "Why do you have the cooking segment on the show?" And, and he really hit the nail on the head: is that we. Um, We cook on every Wednesday. We actually invite affiliates to come in. We invite advertisers to come in, and it is a great way to kind of meet people. In fact, in many cases, if you actually come out to Affiliate Summit and you do hold over, uh, you know, uh, on um, uh, we're going to actually do a pre-record on Tuesday, uh, you can actually come to the suite and actually get a little bit of the cooking that Andrew's going to be doing and join us. And like I said, we'd like to feed feed the people we work with because it does really kind of not only change the atmosphere in the office, but it also gets us a little bit closer. And if you and we post the recipe on inboxradio.com, so if you want to try these recipes, try them. And then you come out here to affiliate summit, you can talk cooking with Andrew and 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 get some secrets and and please your friends and family. And uh, of course, that uh, that is our segment of what's cooking. I want to thank our chef Andrew Taylor for for cooking thank up it up a, a, a great segment and and we've got a great segment coming up next week which is called wake up and smell the coffee and uh i'll give you all week long to sort of think of how we're going to be able to uh, tie that into our next show so um but uh you know when, you, when you think thank of thank very uh, much
4: guys i'm looking forward of to of it blues. i gotta get back to the kitchen
2: okay thank great man. thank you uh very much andrew taylor our executive chef well you think about, of course, the blues, and you think about cage and cooking, of course, and you, of course you think about music and uh, you know click the uh, the, the, uh, the diversity of the way that we uh, record music distributed and uh, and different AOR departments uh, completely are, are, are have, have changed the way the music outlook is and uh, uh, i don 't know whether that 's a good thing for the musicians, a good thing for the producers or a good thing for the listeners, but I, I think we can catch a little bit of good about the way that uh, that music is distributed. Uh any thoughts on that, Click?
3: I mean I, I think it's great that uh you know this day and age you can access music very quickly. I mean I just I went to the uh to a uh a concert uh right right around the holidays and then wanted to uh Andrea Bocelli and then wanted to go by the uh the C D and I couldn't find it and I was able to quickly grab it on the on iTunes, pop it into my you know, into my uh iPhone, put it on a player and be able to, to uh play it while we trimmed the Christmas tree. Um, so, I mean, it's great in that sense. So from an artist standpoint, it's not because of all the piracy and everything still happening. Um, I actually happen to have ties into the music industry, you know, from family or what have you. Um, you know, and the artists are struggling, unfortunately, just because uh, they don't they don't have any way to really collect their uh, their royalties, which is very unfair to them. So, you know, except for your iTunes and uh, e music and a few different sites, I mean, everything else is still being done, you know, through pirated music. So it's, uh, you know. It's tough for them, and it, and it and it sucks when they're not getting rewarded for their work. You know, just like any other business.
2: Well, we have an expert in industry that's with us. Uh, he uh, formerly was from New Orleans, and now he lives in, in Chicago. Uh, you know, two great blues capitals uh, of the world, and, and he's developed a website called SoundCitizen and we're going to talk a little about the music industry. So it gives me really great pleasure to welcome to our show, Mike Phillips. Mike, nice to have you on the show today.
6: Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
2: Hey, you know, uh, I, I had a chance to go to your site, and we actually have the uh, URL up on the inbox radio site if somebody wants to check it out. But a uh, very unique site, done very, very well. Um, my, my first question that I have for you is, uh, of course, uh, what, what made you decide to uh, to uh, create Sound Citizen and what kind of luck you've been having with it?
6: Well, um, basically, just stems from uh, <clears throat> a lifelong Passion for me uh, of music and especially live music. And, uh, you know, living in Chicago, I've, I've had the opportunity to see uh, a lot of great shows over the years. And uh, I just kept going and figured one day I uh, might as well write about it and hopefully turn some people on to some new music and uh, get them out to support the, the local music scene and uh, just get people, you know, interested in music and share the same passions with me. Um, it's you know as far as success goes uh... we've been doing pretty well it's catching on here and there and uh... you know we just try really hard to to provide some unique stuff for people that they can't find anywhere else
7: well, you know, with
6: oh, you? the
2: advent uh... we've seen a lot of uh... superstars emerge just from from the, the ability to uh... to upload uh... you know um, a music video uh... to youtube and people have really gone some places with that uh... obviously uh... the the e-commerce has really kind of changed music and consumer access over the last past few years. Walk us through that uh, a little bit step by step and then uh, then kind of tag that with maybe what we're going to see over maybe the next five years.
6: Sure. I think, um, you know, Online music has has really changed the game for just about everyone and in some ways um, you know as mentioned before, artists are really missing out on on a lot of royalties and uh, other ways. There are artists out there that probably would have never been discovered if it weren't for uh, the access that people have to music these days, and it's it's really everywhere. I mean, you can find, you know, like you said, music on YouTube. Uh, there are the streaming stations like Pandora dot com, uh, Slacker dot com, and, and Last uh, FM, which you know, really offer not only a way to listen to music, but uh, to, to to discover it through connections made and, uh, you know, your your sort of sphere of influence uh, on the web there. And I think what you're going to see as far as from, from bands in the future is they, they really have to find... You know, new models to not only sell their music, but sell themselves as a band and, and more or less as a brand. Um, and fortunately, the web provides uh, certainly ways to do that. I was just reading uh, today, uh, Pearl Jam, you know, I mean, obviously one of the most successful bands, rock bands, literally probably of all time, uh, you know, recently put out one of their songs available for a free download in exchange for uh, a user tweeting on Twitter uh, a, a predefined message. So, you know, you're seeing even these large-name bands get involved in this kind of media, uh, this online media, and, and really getting creative about how to distribute their music.
2: Well, I know well, that uh, a lot of musicians and bands... Um, I'm sorry, Kevin, were you in there?
3: Yeah, no, I was just saying that's smart because there are so many different ways to, uh, to, to skin a cat, so to speak, and just like, you know, the CPA market, uh, performance-based market... Uh, was derived out of that, out of something based on performance, If there's a band that knows that they, uh, they've they already got a, fo- a loyal following, um, and they, they can take one one thing and exchange it for something else in regards to, to making money off it. I think it's a brilliant idea. Um, I also do think, I mean, for a starting artist, you know, MySpace is a great, you know, a great place for, uh, Absolutely. for them to be seen along with YouTube, and, and it's, it's great. I mean, from that standpoint, I, I agree with you. I think it's awesome. I just said from the, you know, from, I, I would hate to be, you know, a, a rock band that uh, that relies on uh, on royalties from you know from my last hit fifteen years ago when I you know I can't even sell a a CD because everybody's downloading everything. I mean, that's, that's where it sucks, you know what I mean? Sure, and I think you see
6: way. a lot, of, you know, I think a product of that and uh, what you're seeing in return is, uh, you know, new revenue models from musicians and, you know, what you see a lot of these days are repackaging of of new, uh, of old material in a new format. Uh, you know, the, the vinyl market has just exploded uh, over the past year yeah. or so, uh, so there's that going on. You see a lot of bands doing sort of value-added packages, you know, so, buy this remastered CD or whatever it may be and we'll throw in a t-shirt and maybe, you know, five extra song, uh, free song downloads and things like that. So, you know, I think from that perspective, where they're losing in one place, uh, they really need to work hard to to gain back in another. And um, I think you know, one of the one of the really, from a listener perspective, one of the really great products of of what's happening, is that I think it's forcing musicians to really, uh, you know, go back to, to what works as far as, uh, you know, hitting the mark with with the listeners. And it's forcing bands to uh, not only get creative in their marketing but in their music because consumers have so many choices and because it's so easy to just just to play and get your music out there, that uh, you're seeing a lot of people uh, really get creative, and I think that's a good thing.
2: We're All talking right, we're to we're Mike Phillips play. of Sound Citizen. You can go to soundcitizen.com, or of course, look at uh, go ahead and click on the hyperlink on the website. We're going to take a short break. Uh, Mike, i got a couple of questions for you when we come back from the break. Got time to sure. stick around? All right, we're going to go ahead and toss it now back to the studio. Let Brasco take us out with a jam right now. And we'll be back with more from inboxradio.com right after these messages,
1: Time to flood some more inboxes. Inboxed will return after this.
0: XY7 the affiliate market. Are you an affiliate? If yes, you pay me. No ifs, ands, or maybes. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up as a flash. Quickly convert the clicks into cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. We've become a quick state of the art tracking Ready to start, you can do it a couple ways 866 xy 7 page It's code free, tell me what you waiting on So log on to XY7
8: Revenues can come from many different sources. Are you capturing additional revenue from your payment processor or leaving money on the table? Lytol & Company can help you grow your top-line revenue. Lytol & Company provides payment processing and consultative merchant services for multi-channel retailers, along with internet and direct response businesses who sell directly to consumers. Lower the total cost of payment acceptance while improving your business processes and chargeback management with Lytol & Company's innovative reporting and analytics features. Lytol & Company. The card's not present, but we are. Find out more at Lighthall. L-I-T-L-E dot
0: com. Charles, come on up and tell us about the great ROI we're getting from RevenueWire.
4: Thank you. Since I signed up with RevenueWire, conversions have increased dramatically. RevenueWire has an integrated shopping cart called SafeCart that offers highly accurate sales tracking, boosting our conversions through the roof. And now that they've added multiple international currencies to SafeCart, we're looking forward to seeing significant increases in our overseas sales of PC utility software from LavaSoft, PC Tools, ParadoLogic, and AvonQuest. With up to 75% commission, real-time sales tracking, free in-depth sales analytics, and reporting tools campaign optimization resources and now weekly payments for top performing affiliates our sales are climbing higher and higher thanks to revenue wire
0: find out more at revenuewire.com ecom
8: experts mondays at 6 p.m. eastern 3 p.m. pacific or on demand anytime inside the internet marketing channel only on webmasterradio.fm
1: You're back with the Godfathers of Mass Distribution on Inbox, only on webmasterradio.fm.
2: Hey, and welcome back to, of course, the January 6, 2010 show of Inbox Radio. This is the big fat boo, John Fondy. Welcome everybody back for a great, great New Year. And, uh, and we want to remind you to stick with us here. Coming up a little later on in the second segment, we're going to be talking with Dennis Yu, and he is the CEO of BlitzLocal.com. A great guy, and, and he's coming out for affiliate uh, for the affiliate conference, so we're going to have a great time with him as well. And, of course, we told you before, we always have people dropping by on Wednesdays uh, because it's a great opportunity. To sample some of Chef Andrew's uh, exciting dishes and stuff, and so we want to say, send a shout out to Susan and Sherry who just dropped by with us. They came all the way out from uh, San Antonio, Texas, to enjoy a little bit of that jambalaya. So we're real, really pleased to have them here in the in the in the office and the audience as well. But uh, kicking it back now, we're talking a little bit about the blues, the name of the show. Don't let the New Year give you the blues. And talking about the blues, uh, the blues master, if you will, coming from down home New Orleans. We're talking with Mike Phillips, and of course he. He has the uh, website soundcitizen.com, and and as we kind of cruise into uh, this segment of what's cooking, um, Mike, I want to ask you a question uh, about, uh, you know, the web offers a big opportunity for new music and musicians to be found. What are some places, uh, here is this little segment, you can put this in your to-go bag if you will, what are some places where people can discover new music?
6: Sure. Um, well, I think from a listener perspective, uh, some of the <clears throat> some of the sites that I like are. Uh, like, like I mentioned earlier, Pandora and uh, Slacker are both good ones. I'm uh, partial also to to Last.fm. It's uh, last.fm. And um, what I like about that site is that it's really community-focused and you can really com- uh, network with other people. Um, you can also stream music there uh, in Internet radio style, but you can also connect with other people and get recommendations and things like that. Uh, so I think that's a really good way. Uh, there's... Tons of blogs out there, including Sound Citizen, uh, that, you know, offer uh, offer lots of new stuff. And, um, you know, I also want to mention that there's a site out there called Lala. It's lala, L-A-L-A dot com. And uh, one of the really nice things about this site is that you can stream albums and songs uh, for free, at least one time. And then you have to pay if you want it after that. But it's a great way, when new albums come out, Uh, To really get a taste of of what's out there, and it's also a really good example of a business model that's uh, you know being tried out. That's you know the type of things that I think record labels are going to have to start doing and and getting creative with as well. Well, great. So so the big question: is, Are you running a mailing list off your site? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kevin. I stepped on Are you you running a mailing list list
3: off your site? Are you emailing your members?
6: Am I emailing members? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I have a RSS feed set up and an email subscription. Uh, certainly, where people can, uh, you know, every time I post something, they'll they'll, they'll get uh, notice of it. And I also use Twitter and Facebook. I have a Facebook page set up, and which a lot of bands do as well. Uh, and Twitter's, you know, if you follow the right people on Twitter and just kind of check in every every now and then, and use. Uh, certain tools such as FriendFeed Feed or uh, Tweet Deck and things like that to keep everything organized. Uh, it's definitely a great way to to get some exposure to, to what's going on. Oh
3: cool. would you say that the uh, Site Feed and Tweet Deck what were the two
6: tools? Uh, friend Feed is one, and uh, Tweet feed, Deck okay. is another. Yeah, those are really just ways to sort of organize. I mean, Twitter's a really great discovery tool for for all things, including right. music. And a lot of it, of course, depends on uh, who you decide to follow on Twitter. And, uh, you know, you can always do a little research and, and look into what they're tweeting about to make sure it's what you want. But it can also be very uh, overwhelming. Um, so those tools are good to help you organize it. I think, uh, and
3: Denshue is not on yet, right? So we're not moving to Denshue
0: yet? Actually, Dennis is on the phone with us. If you want to go ahead and introduce, please feel free.
3: Sure, the CEO of this, uh, Local Dennis Hugh. Dennis, how are you?
5: John, pleasure to be here. Thanks for inviting me to the show.
3: Hey, you're welcome back to Kevin. John. Is uh, we, I think we, I think we temporarily lost John. Yeah, oh, I'm back now. Okay. getting a lot, a lot of feedback on my line as well, Brasco. Well, that's cool and. Uh, I, I think that uh, when we—that's um, the
2: brilliance of what we do here—that uh, you, you never know what's uh, what's going to take place. We just kind of roll with it here a little bit. But Dennis, I'm really glad to have you on the show here. One for one reason, you're just a rock star in this industry. So I don't know if you've been listening to the show a little bit now, but uh, let's tell us a little bit about flitzlocal.com and some of the ways you've sort of seen the industry change a little bit for you. And, uh, and of course, we talked earlier, you don't have the blues. You, you've had a, an absolutely great last year, and you're kicking it in 2010
5: as well. Thank you. So a few years ago when I was at Yahoo, we saw the opportunity in local that there are between 16 and 23 million small businesses, depending on whose numbers you use, and they're underserved. They're not using AdWords. They're not using AWeber. They're not using whoever your favorite programs are. They don't know how to build websites. It's all very complicated. Yet 81% of these folks know that you can do things like PPC, but only 7 or 8% are actually doing it. And we spent a few million dollars of market research at Yahoo, and we found that the reason why there was such a gap is because the packages available were just not simple enough. It was too complicated, too expensive, a lot of ex-Yellow Page salespeople that are trying to reach the small business guys because they have the relationships by trying to sell. You know, you're, you're already in the book, so now you're trying to sell them the, the online version, but that hasn't been effective. You have other guys who have been funded for lots of money, and they haven't quite figured out that model to really reach out to those masses. A lot of folks will say, wow, look at how many millions of businesses there are out there, but there's a reason why they're not being served. And 2010 is what I believe to be a watermark event in local because you have the convergence of social, mobile, and local. And let me explain a little bit about what what's leading up to 2010 and why 2010 is so special as opposed to, you know, people saying, oh, yeah, you know, I remember 10 years ago with WAP sites, people were saying, yeah, everyone's going to be shopping. You'll, you'll be driving down the road, and you'll get these coupons for the restaurant that you're passing by and blah, blah, blah. And Never really happened, but this is the year it's going to happen. I'll tell you why. But, but first, let me tell you, Books local we started three years ago, and we started serving small businesses, and we were selling packages for 1,000 or 2,000 bucks to build a site. And we were losing money because we, we'd look at somebody like a massage therapist and say, "Man, we ought to be able to build his site with 10 hours of." configuring WordPress and a couple hours of setting up the PPC campaign and a couple hours of training them, but it ended up being multiples of that and we nearly lost our shirts because it was just too difficult. The agency model, the traditional agency model doesn't work for local because of the mechanics of how expensive it is and how they don't really need. We got really lucky because then we got Quiznos as a client and and then we got some other fast food franchises and casual dining franchises. You've probably heard of guys like Maggiano's or California Pizza Kitchen, other folks who were we lose somebody. And then we had some other major brands that we started working with. And it was really lucky. I'd love to say that we were brilliant in figuring out what needed to happen in local, but I'll tell you this. When you have a client that may have several thousand locations and you can optimize their locations, A, they're paying you money as an agency, so you're getting funded without VC money. B, whatever you're developing can be re-leveraged for the small business, so they're paying for your platform. <laughs> they're paying you and they're paying for the platform. And C, you're getting great name recognition because you're trusted. I mean, if you can do it for a Quiznos, and you can do it for the barber down the street or the dentist or you know, whoever it might be. So the convergence of those, those things has helped us get to where we are now. We're, we're finally moving from an agency that's been serving large brands. And in the local space, you can just think of any of these guys as being local, but they have hundreds, if not thousands, of locations. and trying to figure out how is to it helping as well with,
3: um, with you know, Google now acquiring a mobile site and now MSN um, is uh, well, also acquiring one? Is that, is that helping in regards to... Uh, to people understanding a little bit more about mobile marketing because you're right I mean it, it should have caught on for years and for years I went to a lot of these mobile shows and oh, yeah. um uh, this message was going to work going to be the biggest right we want to make really it simple traffic
5: to acquire leads right we're driving everything to a cost per call for these professional service right. businesses so the fact that Google acquired AdMob awesome because now that's mm-hmm. one less place we have to place our advertising i mean heck if Google acquired right. all the other search engines that well aside from anti-competitive issues, that would be great for us. And you saw probably Google's announcement a couple of days ago how now you can do pay-per-call on the iPhone or on full right. uh, rich mobile browsers. You've always been able to do pay-per-call on the, the crappy web browsing experiences, right? so basically yep. BlackBerry and uh, Razer phones, and that's been very effective. But all of this is you know, Google is not an enemy. A lot of people say, well, are you afraid of Google? Well, only to the extent that maybe someday they'll release a suite of tools that will compete with the platform that we built. But we're not even worried about that because Google is not in the business of – Google is a software company. And I forgot what the last numbers were, but their revenue per employee is nearly a million dollars. When you think about it, right, you got $22 oh. billion, you've got 22,000 employees, it's about a million bucks an employee. And Wall Street values you as a software company – based on your your revenue per employee and how well it's skilled. If Google were to hire a whole bunch of people as they do in AdWords support or to, you know, manually review sites, that waters them down. That turns them into a services company and as a services company, you would have your multiple might be, you know, who knows, like 4x or 5x revenue instead of 50, right. 60, 70x revenue, right? So, okay. Google's not going to step in the space that we're we're at, uh being an agency. So, What's going on now is that you see Facebook having hit 350 million users. They're a quarter of all page views in the U.S. They're even bigger internationally. What are they, 25 30% of their traffic right. in the U.S.? You can see that there are game sites that, you know, whether it's a Farmville, Mob Wars, or even the ones that are locally oriented, like a Foursquare or Gowala, where people are using their phones as computers to interact, to surf Facebook, to surf, you know, to tweet whatever they're doing. So local, mobile, and social are all coming together. The phone right. is really a more sophisticated computer. It's better than a desktop computer because it can tell you where you are. It can take a picture. And there are some pretty big brother services where you take a picture and they'll say, hey, that's, I'll tell you what the landscape is and then I'll tell you what's nearby and I'll tell you, you know. what is that Tom right. Cruise movie where uh, you know, they, they scan everybody and they can predict crimes in the future. You know, it's kind of like that. But when you put those things together, you have what I believe is going to be something that, you know, think of Mary Kay on steroids. Think of Farmville such that instead of earning points or farming crops or virtual vegetables or whatever, you're actually using a video game-like experience to recruit local businesses. So instead of selling Tupperware or makeup in a jar, unregulated health supplements or whatever it might be, or things that are sold typically through an affiliate channel, you enroll these people who might be working from home or they might be stay-at-home moms or they might be students or they might be whoever. You know, a lot of people that overlap with affiliate marketing or network marketing, and you enroll them right. such that they can own their own business and they're not looking stamps and not selling e-books, but helping people in their community... Local professional service businesses, or even restaurants to some extent, get online and use a templated a system that generates templates for uh, you know multiplied, geo-multiplied PPC. Or we have a listing service that we're selling at ten bucks a month, right? Where we distribute to two hundred locations, including uh, through, through Google. We have a verified listing through Google. One of the only ones that have that, right? It's selling that kind of stuff, and so you are able to get that reseller who's playing a video game and learning through a scalable, gradual, you know, unlocking points and levels and that kind of thing. That sort of experience, if they're right. making money, they're learning, they're delivering results for their small business clients because they'll be able to see, here's how many clicks I got. You don't call them clicks, we call them visits. Here's how many calls we got. Right. And here's our average cost per call, and here's the ROI, and let's go to the call tab uh, and let's click on the individual calls and see what the quality is. You're able to show provable ROI, it's not selling a generic product that a 1,000 other or 10,000 other affiliates are competing against. And sure. so it's not competition. And you're only competing against the local orthopedic surgeons or chiropractors or personal injury attorneys or roofers or whoever. You're only competing against the guys locally. So it's like playing junior varsity instead of the NBA, you know. Right. That's what that actually ha- It hasn't been possible before because people haven't been on their phones. They haven't been as connected. For network marketing and this kind of thing, which our model is not multi-level marketing. It's just one-level marketing. For this to work, people's relationships have to be exposed online in the social graph. And that's now possible. Right. So now you can create, right, look at, look at the Would never have been possible before, and now they have 65 million users. Right?
3: Yeah, amazing.
5: Casual gaming. <laughs> hey, the, the fact that, that you've got...
3: And that's the second biggest is the biggest You know? I'm sorry? I said, isn't Mob Wars the first, uh, the largest, and then Farmville would be the second largest, correct, in regards to the amount of users?
5: I thought Farmville was bigger, but it doesn't matter because is basically killing everybody. Right. Maybe <laughs> Mob Wars is bigger in revenue. <laughs> right. To say. They're, they're, they're both huge. And then you have well, guys like the retargeting that, that are, are not even realize, You know, when they, uh, users, they
3: put an app on their... Uh, on Facebook, they're sending all the demographic information over the Farmville over the Earth. So I mean, they're they're allowing all that information also to be retargeted, remarketed too. I know there's a lot of uh, even in the email space, a lot of appending going on now, where they're appending social uh, social profiles to email lists and what have you. So I mean, there's, there's a whole other revenue line there.
5: Well, think about it this way: if you remember ten years ago, maybe even more than that, a company called Axiom, where they yep. would literally get phone books, physical phone books, tear off the spines, and dump them through these machines that would cost $200,000 and just scan them, physically scan phone books, driver's license records, uh, product registrations, DMV records, hundreds of sources Append it all together. And it's tough. That whole matching process is tough. And they made their business and still do by licensing that data to banks to sell credit card offers because they can figure – you know, oh, Kevin, how old is he? Where does he live? How many kids does he have? Okay, this is a kind of, you know, he should get the Disney, uh, you know, Chase Platinum credit card offer. Now, right. take that data. Or, or like Equifax is a client of ours, right? They have all this financial data, which they are the toll booth for banks or other guys that want to do direct mail to append all this data. They've been selling it on a per record basis, which is not very far up the value chain. Then you can take, you can take their stuff and you can append it. They'll charge a fee. Axiom. When I was at American Airlines, we paid a lot of money to Axiom to take our Advantage records. If you're in a, a member of the American Airlines Advantage program, you can, you know, you'll know what I'm talking about. Where we can take that information we have on you and append it with all this other third-party data, and then be able to target you better. And lift that we get from being, from knowing who you are, results in better revenue and also a better user experience because we're showing you ads and offers that are relevant to you. Like, you know, i like to play golf, and great, now I'm seeing all these golf offers. That's that's a good experience. But what's a bad experience is when you take that data and you start showing ads that are offensive or that use the data in unexpected or inappropriate sorts of ways. And you might have saw uh, Facebook change their privacy settings well, in terms days ago. ago, and now there are, there are ways. And in fact, it's on Wired magazine. It came out yesterday. There are ways that you can hack Facebook and get people's information with just an email address. So, oh, wow. if you're not, it's pretty scary. So, if, you, if you're not careful with your info, or if you are a, a spammer and you have no regard for user you know, privacy, you could just uh, a bunch of fake accounts all you need is an email address and grab all this other information about the user appended with what you have and get tremendous lift off of your lists.
6: Right. That's crazy.
5: So, it, but it's, it's not that it's bad or it's necessarily good. I mean, the good, you know, it's like fire. Fire can, can burn people or it can cook your steak. And in this case, people haven't really thought about the implications of the fact that people, you know, you're going around, you're, you're constantly broadcasting everything about you. You don't realize that you're broadcasting where you are. You, you can't surf the web anonymously. But if you take all this information and you use it the right way, and I think Facebook has, has done almost, I mean, it's not like they're perfect, but they've really made every stride possible to protect the user. Right. Because of all this data that's available, I mean, just think about the, you know, you, you log into Facebook and you see all this stuff about what's going on. Now, if you take all of that and build games on top of it, as they've done with the Facebook Application, right, all the platform, right. uh, the platform all the games on it. You can have a really rich gaming experience, and with that, you can build businesses on top of it. You can build a mafia wars because of all that data that sits on top of it. But you can also abuse it from an advertising standpoint.
2: Well, Dennis, now, gonna, uh, trending, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, Dennis, I'm going to have you just go ahead and take a break here for just a second. then when we come back, we'll kind of finalize some things. Uh, we do a lot with uh, local charities and national charities here in Las Vegas, and I want to talk to you a little bit about your work with some selected nonprofits as well. We are, of course, talking with uh, Dennis Yu, and he's the CEO of BusinessLocal.com. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about the charities, and also we'll talk a little bit about the affiliate summit that is coming up. And then we'll go to, of course, Sydney, who'll fill us in on the escapades of our mascot, uh, TC. And, of course, uh, Quick Father will talk about the super secret private event with inbox radio returns. I'm the Big Fabu. I'm John Fondi. We'll be
1: right back. Right after this, go ahead and take us out. Time to flood some more inboxes. Inboxed will return after this.
2: the Elite Publishers. XY7 Elite is not for everyone, as you need to be accepted and maintain volume requirements. Think you've got what it takes to be Elite? Go to www.xy7elite.com or call 702-216-4000 702-216-4000
0: This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PRWeb and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 200 50,000 RSS subscribers and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24 7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR Web release date, your website would have so much traffic you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to prweboffer.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online release news and content distribution service. SEOSeq.com is your one-stop site for everything SEO. From search engine marketing to pay-per-click management, SEOseq.com delivers high-quality SEO services at affordable prices. SEOSeq.com can help you with SEO analysis, monthly reports, title and meta tag optimization, email support, and so much more. Want to keep your SEO in-house? Let our professional trainers teach SEO to your staff. Get a free quote and a free competitive analysis today at SEOSeek.com.
8: Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. Stay ahead of the trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider. Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
1: You're back with the Godfathers of Mass Distribution on Inbox. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
2: Hey, and welcome back to InboxRadio.com. Of course, where else would you send it? It's our New Year's show. January, uh, the 6th of January, 2010. It just seems weird <laughs> that we're saying 2010. And, but one thing, uh, you know, Kevin, uh, as, we, as we write the stuff out and everything, I think we're going to see a lot from our guests. Um, and we've got some guests that are actually going to be uh, sending some chats, and so we'll have a couple of questions for Dennis here coming up as well. Uh, Kevin, pretty good show so far. How's, how's your audio doing?
3: Oh, uh, it's fine. now. I dialed actually back in, John, so uh, everything's working out great. Yeah, I'm very excited about this year. I think a lot of the uh, new technologies and, you know, people are talking, just as Dennis just mentioned, about retargeting. Um, and, you know, retargeting is very important for the people that, I, that understand, what, you know, what's happening there. I mean, it's amazing what can be done now. And if you grasp that technology um, in every different aspect, including uh, you know, even email marketing, and retarget. um... It's, it's just—it's amazing what you can do. I mean, you could literally buy—you know—buy email addresses off the uh, Expedia site right after they've uh, they've made a purchase, and then email these people offers. Or buy the traffic next to them. So let's say if they go into their Hotmail box, getting their Expedia um, receipt, they'll have it. They'll have a complimentary offer to the right of them. I mean, it's just—it's absolutely nuts what's happening now in the marketplace. It's great. I mean, for smart marketers that put the time in, amazing time again. You know, it's. Uh, we're in a resurgence of a uh, time to make a lot of money, in my opinion.
2: Hey, thanks. I appreciate that. Again, we have uh, joining us back in our third and final segment of Inbox Radio. Uh, we have the CEO of BlitzLocal dot com. We're talking with Dennis Yu. Dennis, one of the that uh, you do as we do here at XY Seven, we get involved in a lot of local charities, and and it was great to see that you do a lot of pro bono work to assist uh, some of the some of the nonprofits and charities. Tell us a little bit about that work, why don't you?
5: We like to give back to the community where we can and where we have expertise is in PPC. So rather than just writing a check to a nonprofit, we can help them manage their PPC campaigns. And Google has, I'm surprised they don't promote it. Did you know that Google grants, they give nonprofits $10,000 a month or more in free PPC?
3: I did not know. Is that, is that a piece? It's totally amazing. And they
5: can, they'll even crank you up to forty or $50,000 a month. Now, there's just a couple stipulations on, on how that's done, but even for the nonprofits that are aware that these programs are available. They may sign up, but then they have someone in-house who, can bless their soul, they, they may support whatever the cause is, but they don't know how to manage those campaigns, so they have low-quality scores, they can't get the traffic, they're bidding on the wrong keywords, they don't have good negatives, they send everyone to the homepage, all the typical kinds of issues that you see with people who are starting out PPC. So just by dumb luck, we got Grameen Foundation, and they're a $17 billion nonprofit, the leader in microfinance, started helping them out with their PPC. Dr. Yunus, two years ago, he won the Nobel Peace Prize, and we were the first to ever do, I'm proud to say, live blogging from the Nobel ceremony. We also got uh, Grameen a homepage placement on the Yahoo.com homepage. It had never been done before for a private organization, on, at least in the headline space. And that drove that one-day spot drove a quarter million dollars in revenue. And we've leveraged that to help other guys like March of Dimes, International Rescue Committee, American Rivers, and some of these other folks—they're national brands—and manage that pro bono. So, if there's other companies out there, they need some help. Maybe you're a small nonprofit, and you want to see if you qualify. I'm happy to to help folks out. There's there's no strings there. We just want to help out. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, it really is, and and I and I like that because Dennis, you know, there's so many of the people I've met in this industry, and it's really just it's so much of all about them, all about me, all about me. I'd rather take a, you know, that extra two thousand dollars I just made and go go buy some bling or a car or something like that. And, and, and listen, time is money. And, and you're absolutely right. I think they get more bang for their buck in uh, partnering with, with an organization like yourself because uh, they're able to now, what you're really doing is teaching them or helping them fish, if you will, and, and, and grow their business that way. So we really commend you. Uh, Dennis, I hope you'll be a regular contributor on the show and come back and visit with us. And I do want to spend some time with you uh, out here uh, next week when you come out for Affiliate Summit.
5: Yeah, John and Kevin, anytime. It's a pleasure.
3: Awesome. Thanks so much Great. again, Dennis.
5: Thanks. Take care.
2: Again, we're talking with Dennis Yu. He is the CEO of BlitzLocal.com and uh, talking about how he, he really kind of took some challenges of uh, really losing his shirt in the local business. The national business and it retrained him to come back into the local business loop, and uh, and that's kind of a great thing. Um, anyway, let's go now. Um, in fact, uh, you know, Kevin, uh, let's talk about what we've got coming up here very shortly. It seems like uh, once again, as this always happens, the affiliate summit is is on top of us again, right before we know it.
3: It is. It's uh, what ten days away, John. It's about the seventeenth, eighteenth, and nineteenth, and we're going to do our. our uh, our normal uh, football party, but I think this time we've got a you know a larger venue. than this last year, I remember we had to actually turn people away because it got so packed um, for a Sunday afternoon you we know welcoming party. Um, so that's going to happen Sunday around uh, eleven a.m. We'll open doors, John. Um, there's two football playoff games. We'll have some giant screens in there. You know, beautiful bartenders and uh, lots of food and ice luges and all the fun. Uh, um, and then on uh, Monday we've got uh, you know we're using our, our room for meetings and what have you. And then Monday night we've got a super secret event that uh, is for some of our larger uh, media buyers that uh, you know th- those those that are invited already know. Um, and we are going to do a wrap up party as well on Tuesday. That information will be given to people as they show up on Sunday in regards to what, where we're going to do that and what that event's going to entail. But uh, definitely a lot of good stuff going on. We're very excited and uh, very excited to meet and out uh, with our partners as usual. Vegas is always a always a blast, especially that we live here. It's uh, easy for us to pull off a lot of great things.
2: Sure. And speaking of Vegas, Sydney's back in Las Vegas after her holiday. Sydney, how were your holidays? And how's our little mascot TC doing?
7: Oh, they were good, and he's doing good. He's being a little bit ornery, but I think he wants to go out and run about in this nice weather we have here in Vegas, since it's not uh. snowing and cold.
2: Absolutely. Uh, anything? Anything special did you do on New Year's?
7: Uh, no, I actually was very low key on New Year's. I spent it with about five of my friends, and we played apples to apples. So <laughs> that's how I ring in the New Year. <laughs>
2: Well, hey, that's great because, it, as you as you probably know, Affiliate Summit is really one of the greatest parties that uh, that we that we have. Oh, that's right, I forgot. You're not going to be with us this year. You chose, I know. Way to rub it in. Thank you. No, she's
3: slumming it. She's slumming it, John. She's slumming in Hawaii. Poor girl. I feel so bad for her. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> oh, really. So we God give her this great weather you. like this. She just disses <laughs> us and
2: heads out for Affiliate Summit. But um, hey, uh, as we always like to do, you got anything special going on on the in the affiliate marketing realm that we should know about?
7: Um, Yes, we actually got a really great um, credit report offer that just came live to us. Um, So that's one of our big ones. And then we're working a lot of um, one-field submits that should be up by the end of this week, so keep an eye out on those.
3: And World of Warcraft said, don't forget World of Warcraft. Oh,
7: yes, World of Warcraft. I cannot forget World of Warcraft. That is
3: huge. (laughs) How could you? I don't know. I think I tried to put it
7: out of my mind after all that work to get it
3: up. I know, I know and that's for email and social correct? It, World of Warcraft?
7: Um it is for no email. It's it's banner social no search with restrictions. Okay. So yeah, it's got all it's got a lot of um great creatives in it for banners. Nothing uh nothing for email obviously because there's no email on it, but um yeah, it's going to do really well especially if you can get it on uh social um networks because that's a big game out there these days. Apparently,
3: <laughs> sure is, sure is.
7: Now, guys, let me ask
2: you a question. Obviously, World of Warcraft had come out some time ago. Is this is this uh, a revision of it, or is this the same one that we're talking about that they're basically taking and doing a, 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 a different marketing campaign with?
7: It's the same exact game. It's not a new game. It's the same one that has you know seventy three thousand players, or I think that, isn't it more? I don't even know how many. I'm – <laughs> I've never actually seen the game. This is the first I've ever heard of it until I came here. So.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's actually several million, if not tens of millions of players. It's a gigantic, uh, gigantic game. Uh, but so there's no mechanical ball, so I understand why you wouldn't, you know. You've <laughs> never right? played it before. Is
7: it, is it 73 million then? I know there was a 73-something in there for how many years?
3: Well, then, then it would have. be. I mean, I can, uh, you know, we can always do We can Google it and uh, very quickly find out, right?
2: tell you' right now. It's really and it holds true kev and Sydney. that that when that when those games came out they spent they spent uh, a tremendous amount of money in traditional advertising and marketing, if you will and 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 here you take a game that uh, that has been out doing traditional marketing if you will, and now they're coming back into the fold, if you will, and taking this approach to it. It really shows that everybody has taken a second look away that they're spelling those roots uh spending those extremely tight marketing
7: dollars. Right. I've definitely seen that in like a lot of different things. That, um I mean for instance we're looking at offers like Weight Watchers and um Curves which are these local gyms or not really local, they're smaller gyms throughout the US and they're starting to get onto um, affiliate marketing as well. So they're yeah, they're definitely learning they're saying the, the World Trend of is Warcraft is
3: uh, it, well it, it accounts for the seventy fifth largest country in the world um, based upon how many users the most I can find the uh, most recent actually is the beginning of two thousand nine which is not a very updated stat of eleven million users um, yeah I have eleven point five yeah 11 million is what I what I see here but uh, so I mean eleven million users is quite a few users obviously. Uh, and the game was released, uh John, just to answer your question. A march of two
2: thousand four yep there you there you have it we, and talk about some legs six years later now they're jumping into this campaign uh, that we that we're seeing now and and sydney, you mentioned the the uh the the curves it's 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 The demographic on curbs is actually very, very limited. Uh, it is for women, uh, it is, and, and primarily um, you're finding that a lot of women, you know, from in their, in their mid-30s on up are actually going to this because it's a private facility. But uh, it, as Dennis was talking about it, even though it's a national uh, franchise, uh, there's a lot of, of very geo-targeted uh, location advertising that's done in each one of the cities. Um, and so it, uh, I think right now we're going to see a whole lot more of this in 2010, particularly with the fact we're able to geo-target these things. I mean, laser beam pinpoint, uh, which we've never been able yep. to do before. And I think with that demographic that I mentioned you know you you basically you know cut it in half because you've got women, so you cut all the men out, then you take the age demographic and you and you cut that down by another quarter, and then you take let's say in Las Vegas, I know there happens to be about fourteen uh of those curves, and I know that because i I was always have been in the in the health the health industry and, and the health performance industry here in Vegas. Now you cut that down by about another another 15 percent. Uh, you know, and there's no other way to, to geo-target your marketing. You can't do it with newspaper, radio. You can't do it with magazines. And and I think this, from a budgetary standpoint, and they're all individually owned. So this really gives that that store a great shot against the big boys, uh, the big the big uh, workout centers.
3: Nice. Yeah, he's I agree with he's the you. The same woman it's going into a Dunkin' Donuts or a uh, Krispy Kreme. And you sent them a text message exactly at that time that they don't need to do that and said so they need to call curves. And there you go. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Hey, listen, I think we're going to get to that point pretty you, uh, quickly. because uh, uh, I, I know you, uh, of already uh, a casino doing a text marketing campaign like that where they know when you're in the casino for two hours and they're sending you a text. So I think we're very, very close to, uh, to seeing that become a reality. So you're right, well, you're technology absolutely is right.
7: catching up, so.
3: Definitely.
2: And And the great thing about it is you've got companies like uh, like Dennis and companies like of course uh, Xy7.com and of, of course uh, Ad Boutique where they're really able to go in and help these uh, these smaller companies out at a budget that, that, that they really can perform and then roll that up on the national franchise level as well. So hey Sydney, listen, enjoy Hawaii. Uh, we we'll look forward to, to seeing you the rest of this week and, uh, and bring us back a pineapple will you?
7: I will bring you back a pineapple. I was kind of thinking oysters with pearls. What
3: do you in mean? How about with Kona coffee? Go to okay? Kona and get us some coffee. That's what we need. Yeah, coffee?
7: Kona coffee and
3: Kona coffee.
7: Yeah. Bro- right. I'll be sure to make make that on my list of things to bring back as souvenirs then. <laughs>
2: Great. All right. Again, we were talking with Sydney Moria, and she's uh, got some great offers, and she's going to head off to uh, to Hawaii and get get her bones kind of warmed up from that uh, that
3: snow she's been sitting around in. Quick,
2: Father, we got affiliate summit coming up. We've got some good things planned, don't we?
3: Definitely. And we are going to pre-record the show live from our uh, hospitality suite. And we're going to call it a suite, even though it's uh, it's a little bit larger than the suite. Um, So we are going to have guests directly from the summer. It's going to be fun, a lot of fun, and I look forward to meeting a lot of our new friends we made this year.
2: Well, I think the last time we did this big roundtable, which was great, we did it at the affiliate convention um, uh, up in, um, let's see, we we did it up in, uh, I think it was um, in Denver as well, and we had about five or six people sitting around the table. In fact, that's the first time Sydney was on the show, and uh, it really was a great roundtable. I'm hoping we'll have a chance to do that again as well.
3: I agree. It'd be awesome.
2: Okay, let's talk about this football party. Of course, obviously, playoffs. Uh, it'll be the last playoff game before Super Bowl that we're going to have, and it's, and and everything's going to be there. We're going to have a, a full bar. We're going to have very scantily clad uh, female referees. You can go to the inboxradio.com site and see a picture of one of our referees. And uh, and of course, we'll have the the massages again this year. Those are those are really popular uh, at the event, aren't they?
3: They, they are. They really are. It's going to be a lot of fun. I really look forward to it.
2: And, of course, uh, Chef Andrew Taylor is going to be cooking the grub up inside the palatial suite, and we'll let people know more about that with, of course, the invitation we have. But, but we. one of the things uh, I, I see that XY7.com does every year is they always do something very big and very secret. People don't know about it uh, until the very, very last minute. Can you, can you share with the audience what you're going to do this year, Kevin?
3: Um, I think I shared everything that we can right now. The Monday night party, where actually even the people invited <laughs> will not uh, know the location until the uh, Super Stretch Limo takes them to the location, just so we keep it uh, as exclusive as we're uh, planning on. So it's gonna—I can I can't tell you—it's gonna be called the Catch and Crash Party of 2010. But that's all we can say.
2: That's all you can say. Now it's super secret. Nobody knows where it's at. In fact, nobody will know this. They'll actually arrive at the hospitality suite, and then you will take them in super stretch limos to this event. Is that correct, Kevin? That is correct. Well, I'll tell you, I, I know that we uh, we we we're sitting here with bated breath. A lot of that because, of, of course, the jambalaya we had from Chef Andrew. Kevin, thanks so much for joining us on the show.
3: John, thank you so much as always.
2: Alright, remember our next live show is 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time every Wednesday and of course 5 p.m. on the right coast. And of course you can go to inboxradio.com and listen to those archives next week. Wake up and smell the coffee with Murray Newlands of Marketing Blog. I'm the big fabu John Fondi. Send it back to Brasco in the studios. Make it a great week. We'll see you next week on inboxradio.com.